Namaste viewers, welcome to Jaipur Dialogue USA. I apologize for being a little late today. Uh, some technical hitch one way or the other. But that always happens sometimes. Please bear with us. Thank you so much. To begin with, wanted to also mention that, uh, you know, uh, you know this, this is very important program today. We are talking about conversion, forced or free. It has a lot of ramifications for us. In India, as we are witnessing it, it's a very serious issue. To discuss this matter, we have greatest of pleasure in welcoming Colonel R.S.N. Singh. And Colonel Saab, welcome to the show for the first time Thank on Jeopardy Dialogue USA. Thank you. Thank you. Please uh, request to the viewers, please like, subscribe, and share the channel with others as we are trying to change the narrative for from awakening the people from wokeness to awakening, you know, so that's one of the important objectives here. So, Colonel Saab, this particular conversion issue is going on for a very long time. And uh, this is a serious issue for India particularly. And uh, what do you think are the implications of the way it is happening at this point in time? Firstly, I uh, am indeed thankful to Vibhuti Jasab you, you personally for giving me this opportunity to talk on a subject which, as you rightly said, is a persistent and a pernicious problem, I would say. And persistent, pressing and pernicious. It has reached dangerous levels. I am, yes, I am sitting uh, in Patna, in uh, Patna and I belong to Patna district. And, uh, well, I never thought that, you know, uh, uh, this district will be invaded uh, by the missionaries uh, uh, in, in such a, you know, uh, in such a magnitude. Uh, areas where, you know, I, I mean, uh, churches have sprung up in areas where it was least expected. I was just in my village a few days, uh, two, three days back, and then I saw this phenomenon. And uh, it's it's let me tell you it's not uh, uh, out of any you know uh, monetary greed I would say uh, maybe that may be one of the case because economically I'm, I mean this district is very well off uh, so is uh, mo most of India I mean there's no house where you will not find a television or a motorcycle and and especially the people who are converting. Uh, a large segment of them are, uh, they have made a kill, you know, out of uh, this uh, liquor business during prohibition because they make this local liquor. So there is no, I mean, uh, money is actually pouring in and I'm not exaggerating. So I don't know how this phenomenon has come about, but uh, I, I can dare say that this has happened, you know, uh, probably with the tacit, uh, tacit, uh, you know, encouragement of the uh, dispensation here. Both uh, they are very much indulgent towards you know uh, the Islamists and as well as uh, as well as the church. So having said that, now you say you asked me that how serious is this problem? Uh, well, as I said uh, right at the beginning, this is a persistent problem, and uh, actually there is a theological war being waged against India, not from now for at least, you know, two, three centuries now. And uh, well, it has it has taken its toll. Uh, if I, you know, I had wrote this book, uh, Know the Anti-Nationals, and in, uh, uh, in that there is a chapter, I have written Theological War That Tears India. I've given a true story, and uh, wherein I have uh, pointed out that a person called Ellen Chow from the USA, he was a he belonged to a, the church in somewhere in Kansas, in in you know in the United States. Twenty-seven year old man. He uh, uh, prepared himself to come to Senegal Islands in Andaman and in Andaman and Nicobar group of islands. 
now the centenarians are people who have not you know who have always shunned civilization uh, the indian government does not allow any sort of you know interference in their life and as the you know rule goes uh, as the law goes you cannot go beyond you know uh, short of uh, you can only go short of 500 meters you know from that that island but this gentleman you know having you know prepared himself with you know 13 kinds of inoculations in us uh, to to protect himself uh, uh, you know from various kinds of diseases he he comes here and in disguise of a fisherman travels all the way to center his island and uh, then you know he jumps off with a bible on his head and what has happened of alan chow we don't know we don't know whether he's alive or uh, is dead or alive but there are two three important questions you know of uh, this incident that look here is a man who traveled all the way you know from usa and um, to a remote island and this is what is called missionary zeal you know we which which uh, we talk about and why what has he come for because he feels that the indian government has not been able to extend dharma well i mean uh, it is not uh, in the definition of church but they have not we have not been able to civilize them so it is the bounded duty of you know of a christian to civilize these people and uh, he he comes all the way uh, uh, from uh, you know cancers and what what is what is it that you know that brought him here as i said missionary ji the second is as i said that he felt that the rest of the world is you know totally uncivilized and uh, undermans now uh, let me tell you that it's a it's a be you know in strategic terms it is a floating aircraft carrier the indian government is investing lot of money and resources in developing those islands because even from point point of you know not only from maritime uh otherwise you know from maritime imperatives was also because uh, from the, the imperatives of maritime terrorism it's a very very important uh, group of islands so physically the government is doing everything to protect those islands but look here is a man who has come, who has come on the way and tried to launch a theological war against india there is another during when this happens there is another you know story which i a uh, glean from the newspaper at uh, uh, it's totally opposite a resident uh, sorry an inhabitant of andaman island named uh, amrit gujur he he was in the business of providing you know uh, uh, items of uh, normal consumption you know like water cigarettes you know etc in the mid seas to to you know various vessels so one one day he set uh, <coughs> sets out on his boat uh, laden with almost goods of, uh, worth 5 lakh rupees and then the, he faces a furious storm his uh, boat starts drifting away and he is without diesel and that is when uh, uh, he encounters a burmese ship and the burmese ship never asked for the religious 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 denomination of this man and he is accompanied by another you know colleague divya ranjan so the two of them were there they gave him about 200 liters of diesel they uh, but uh, uh, unfortunately they were met by another storm lost everything and then uh, they again started drifting Devaranjan, uh, finally he succumbed. He died on the way, and mm -hmm. uh, uh, this gentleman, you know, Kujur, he drifted almost thousand kilometers to Orissa coast. There he was uh, when uh, the villagers or the local villagers uh, uh, discovered him. He was in, you know, totally they gave up, gave him up as dead. But somebody said that no, there is life in him. and then they nurtured him back to health they never asked him his uh, religious denomination again 
so tell me sir who was who is more dharmic alan chow or the people of orissa that's a very very valid valid point and uh, you know your your insights being having been in the intelligence is absolutely remarkable and what worries today you know you are from bihar so am i and i studied in netherhart so if you recall netherhart has a 25% reservation for scst and in the santhal area netherhart area we saw lot of tribals who were christians four of my football players sportsmen in my batch they were all christians now that's a different issue the conversion what is important here is to find out the rampant way it is going on in india it almost looks like that india is a happy hunting ground for anybody and anything and the religious conversion which is happening is a, is achieving dangerous propositions and i at the moment thanks to technology we get to know a lot more things in much faster way so for example the way it is happening in punjab i mean it is sikhs are converting to christianity is happening in south and they are doing some miracle scenes doing there you know people walking away from wheelchair and people going into an epileptic uh, you know trance that one man touches one person and that person goes into a trance of some sorts isn't there some mechanism to confront that and call the evil uh in the manner the way it is what is preventing us and there is one more argument that you talked about that people in patna district they are well off people so there is other argument that goes on that the people who are converting are poor destitute who are you know who have no life left in them and these missionaries go to them and they convert them with the help of a rice bag or a potential future your thoughts on these several issues that i raised with you just now actually you have raised a uh, uh... too many issues uh, but uh, uh, i being from the you know i being an a security and a strategic analyst i would just tell you the you know the consequences on the security of the country that's right that's what my entire focus is what is the no i'll come to other uh, other aspects also sure there is a there is a uh, the a port is being constructed a deep sea port uh, the place called vizi nazam in kerala right sir now this is a deep water port i mean the depth is almost uh, 10 10 meters uh, depth it can and further dredging is going on it's very suitable uh, given the type of tides is very suitable for uh, dredging and it can handle you know very large vessels so uh, this is the first transshipment port with uh, port which is being uh, you know uh, constructed in india now what happens in a transshipment port is that smaller vessels they bring their goods and containers and they you know, it is uh, loaded on to the larger ocean going ships and uh, uh, thus uh, Uh, you know, uh, uh, India did. Uh, India does not have a deep port, uh, deep sea port, or transshipment port at the moment. But they, they have either they, you know, the, the this activity is carried out in Colombo or Dubai, or or uh, you know, in, in Malaysia. There's two, two, three places it's being done. Thus, we are partying with lot of foreign exchange, valuable foreign exchange. So this is a port. I mean, which can. which can change the entire you know maritime trade uh, uh, scenario in india as you can gauge it has got lot of promise it will provide lot of uh, you know the employment the turn around uh, given the facilities that they are creating the turn around of the ships will be much much uh, faster now such an important project such a big asset that is being created country do you know the church there the, the latin church that is active in that area some 13 priests christian priests they under their leadership there is there was a big agitation to stop this project and this is not the first time that this is happening 
obviously they do not want this project to go on because they want someone else to uh, someone some other uh, part to benefit now remember 2011 kundakulam project yeah same thing had happened it was the church which was at the forefront and then you have this estelite you know copper uh, copper uh, plant that was there in, in, in tamil nadu the church stopped it and the judiciary colluded with the church sir uh, 40% of india's copper requirements was met by this sterlite manuf copper manufacturing plant it came to a halt then in the in the in the chatisgarh area i'm just giving you a few example chatisgarh area the the deep in the deep forest in the in abujmad area it is it, it's got it it contains a lot of you know rare earth material over which the chinese have you no know, monopoly so that is why the church has struck nexus with the maoists there of obviously at the bidding of some external powers so this is then uh, manipur manipur is sitting on lot of oil a lot of oil and i have been following this their ngos they they have come up with some concept called you know extractive uh, extractive agitation something of the, of that nature and uh, well uh, they they have not allowed any uh, any exploration to go on to the extent i remember that they were training people in this activism coming to india going right up till manipur and training them in this kind of activism and the indian government stopped it they called some you know two dozen people to thailand to train them. then sir meghalaya Meghalaya is sitting on some of the best quality of uranium in the world. The church hasn't allowed you to take take even an ounce from there. That is what the church can do to hurt your national interests and to undermine your security. So this is this is one aspect. The second aspect you. brought uh, you asked me was uh, about you know conversions going on you told about your uh, you know schoolmates who were excellent uh, players uh, sportsmen I, i i served in the bihar regiment and 50% of our troops were adivasis from that area again excellent sportsmen uh, the 1980 olympics hero uh, silvanus dungdung was from my uh, unit and we had any number of you know international players in our, in, our, in our unit right uh, but what has what happened is that you know birsa uh, munda was you know he's hailed as a god he's hailed as a god in that area he came from the munda tribe but this fact that he fought conversion is conveniently ignored by our historians is he had converted to christianity and then subsequently he left that faith and started fighting against that please read about birsa munda now this is how we ma 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 manipulate history you asked me about the about the uh, uh, you know the ingress of christianity into punjab well it doesn't surprise me i was in a border area i, I still remember somewhere near gurdaspur and i saw a lot of churches there one place i remember they had a big church was a village called malmua right right on right on the border fencing now what has happened sir uh, why why people are you know uh, uh, are being seduced uh, by you know uh, by christianity 
probably in Punjab, some uh, some elements who um, should I say a sizable segment of uh, the Sikh uh, population. Uh, no, a, a, a very important segment of the Sikh population. They hide hijack Sikhism. You know what which segment I am talking about, and they killed spiritualism. It killed spiritualism, like as as far as Sikhism is concerned. Sikhism is a, a since it 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 was born out of the Bhakti movement. It was a very very you know a spiritual movement movement. But they killed spiritualism. And when you kill spiritualism and you honor and you know celebrate people like Bhindra Wale, that, 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 this is, uh, that is something, you know, if he is the poster boy of uh, Sikh spiritualism, then uh, you, you can yourselves imagine that where things have gone. And that is why, you know, people you say that uh, you have this Dera Satcha Sauda, uh, people may abuse him, but have, has anybody analyzed that why has he so much, uh, how uh, has he managed to have so many followers? Because there is a spiritual vacuum. The Gurdwaras they have been, you know, have been uh, uh, invaded by, you know, a segment of this, the same segment of Sikhs I, I'm, I'm talking about, they have captured the Gurudwaras. As a result, many of the, you know, these people, there is a, they, in, the, in some stratas, people are not, they don't get the same, uh, same kind of treatment in the Gurudwaras. So that they have drifted, they're looking for an uh, alternative spiritual force. And this is, this is what has happened in, in, uh, in the tribal areas which you were talking about. Sir, I, 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 if, I may, if I may say that if the RSS would not have been there, things would have, in the tribal areas, things would have been even worse. But tell me, tell me one thing, you know, tell the audience and share with us your thought about you know, you talked about Sikhs' spiritual heritage has been stolen away. There is a vacuum there. And, uh, you know, SGPC, some people believe that SGPC is full of Khalistani elements. It's, it is also tricky to mention that name because then we become, uh, you know, as if we are talking against them. But the issue is that if somebody doesn't talk, what happens? Now, the freedom of religion itself is, a, is, is an issue. It's a global issue. How does freedom of religion allow conversion? Is it a clash or is it a togetherness of the whole thing? Is this concept being used, abused, or used in, in, a, in, a, in a selective way? Because we don't practice proselytization. Hindus don't. We don't ask anybody to convert. So I will go back to my previous question was, are we, is, has India become a happy hunting ground? for all kinds of people. We don't see this happening anywhere else but in India. So what is it about India that attracts everybody to convert people to one form or the other? Definitely the wealth. It is the wealth of India. As I said, it's a theocratic war. Invasions. Uh, invasions mean uh, uh, there is a physical side to invasions, but there is also a theocratic side to invasions. What is a civilization? A civilization in its core has religion. The most important ingredient of a civilization is, 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 is religion. Right. So what has happened is that, you know, since India was invaded, so, you know, out of sheer frustration, this Bhakti movement started, lot of, you know, sects, uh, uh, you know, sprung up uh, out of sheer, sheer frustration. And uh, when you were talking about Sikhism, uh, well, uh, one thing I must certainly, uh, I may say that uh, the, the Christians, they don't uh, hide their Bible. 
if the bible says that the earth is flat they they go by it uh, they may not mention it uh, you know uh, so openly but the bible does say that the earth is flat and even in the united states see, there is a big society the earth is flat society you will be horrified to know that i know of a pilot an american pilot who still believe, believes that the earth is flat so they, they don't hide their you know conceal their you know uh, mazhabi um, um, mazhabi book uh, and uh, nor the uh, muslims are uh, apologetic about uh, quran uh, those objectionable those uh, parts that are ob ob objectionable to you and me they are not apologetic about it but on the contrary what these khalistanis have done is that they have mutilated their religious books they have been totally disloyal to their scriptures i'm talking about these khalistani elements they go to the extent that guru gobind singh maharaj the word gobind was some other gobind not krishna <laughs> Oh they have gone to that extent they 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 have gone to, they have expunged all those you know references of you know chandi and other you know that guru gobind singh maharaj wrote wrote about this is nothing but inferiority complex the christians haven't done it the islamists haven't done it but the but the khalistanis have uh, uh, have done it and if you disown your scriptures god save you all your life and all your generations you will be living under this spiritual vacuum and when there is a spiritual vacuum obviously you become anti anti india you become anti humanity anybody can buy you for uh, for any price anybody can make you you know bomb an air india aircraft anybody can make you collude with the isi anybody can you know make you you know what should i say abuse india on on the western soil this is this is what is happening but i must also tell you sir that when i am talking about the strategic and the security part of look it is what some things i told you you know kundakolam project and this you know deep sea project and these are few examples i i just gave you now look how the uh, look at our neighboring countries pakistan what has happened pakistan Uh, most of these people in karachi and uh, lahore in these areas uh, those who were you know doing this menial uh, uh, job of cleaning the drainage the drainage system and toilets they were all hindus right they are still there in very large numbers right in lahore they all converted to christian most of them and uh, there is a yusuf nagar in lahore but their lot hasn't changed it's only in hinduism let me tell you that we have had a president we have had uh, uh, a chief justice of india and by the way i mean when i'm talking about the chief justice of india uh well there has been a chief justice whose parents were uh, whose parents were christians with christian names but uh, he chose to declare himself hindu so that he could take advantages of the uh, you know various kinds of preferences or quotas that are uh, that are provided by the hindu religion and uh, once he did that his uh, he, his climb was rather very fast mm. 
he climbed the ladder very fast to the extent that he uh, when his name first uh, came up for the you know uh, supreme court judge he would have been a chief justice for 7 years but who knows who knows somebody he might have been infiltrated in this man That and when you say that that brings to another question sir sorry to interrupt here yeah. it's a very important one you know like you know i said that india is a happy hunting ground and whatever else but this forced conversion and you know freedom of religion to convert or adopt any faith this part of the world that is the sanatan philosophy pray to whoever you want whatever you want how many ever times you want but how does this bookish thing come into play and that becomes a very regimented kind of a mindset take the example of khalistanis what bothers me what baffles me is the fact that these khalistanis are supporting an ideology and taking the help of an ideology whose people boiled the gurus killed the children of gurus and have annihilated so many of the sikh gurus and they are going to the same faith for helping to establish khalistan it beats my mind there has to be something much more seriously deep seated to create that kind of a hatred for things india things hindu the most ex- most uh, you know peaceful community in the world what is it what is it about that that you know drives people from our faith to accept that part of it we know that poverty is one of the reasons for people converting you have said that poverty doesn't exist anymore it is a well to do who are converting where is the mix with the totally confusing scenario the way it is happening they perform miracles they do shows in punjab and kerala maharashtra everywhere it's a very sad situation that even the christian world doesn't see that this farce must stop because this is also ridiculing the faith that comes to convert our people to their faith your thoughts on that and the security implication is serious i mean i personally believe that it has severe security implications for india and the examples of which you gave many of them no i was uh, I, i yes i was uh, i was just uh, giving you uh, some examples so i was telling you sri lanka and i was very closely i mean i'm uh, very closely associated with uh, you know that problem uh, the sri lankan problem and uh, well those days this you know there was a lot of secularism in our discourse but the fact of the matter is that the sri lankan problem was a problem of the church most of the people most of these you know cadres in 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 tamil nadu in in, in sorry in, in the jaffna peninsula right. including probably they were all christians you see the leadership and that is the reason they were being given you know refugee status in various uh, uh, countries like uk france germany you know uh, uh, other places now how was the how was the ltt crushed once the sri lankan government managed to split the ltt ltt on religious lines that is you know they they wind away this fellow karuna you know uh, that uh, yep. uh, they got yep. you know trincomalee cadres that is how they managed to do it but it was basically it was the church problem then you come to nepal sir i wrote the book uh, called the unmaking of nepal and i traveled i traveled very extensively mm-hmm. in that uh, you know when um, uh, i was writing this book and i traveled from tarai and when i reached kathmand i knew some people there i interviewed people across you know across the spectrum you know all politicians of all shades including including the president of nepal so uh, one day i was uh, i was just uh, uh, you know uh, roaming on the streets of kathmand and i see uh in the embassy of norway embassy of finland and i, I got a little intrigued as to I mean, what are these countries? Why should they have an embassy here? Britain, understandable. Uh, U.S. Uh, U.S. understandable because you know a lot of Gurkha troops, you know, serving uh, Gurkha troops serving in, in Britain. Uh, 
But then I tried when I delved deeper, I found that these fellows are they are supporting the Maoists in China just to topple the government, to uh, sorry to to uh, to um, uh, to bring them to power so that you know because the anti-conversion laws in Nepal were very very strict during the monarchy. And I, for one, am convinced that they, as you say, as you as you said, that India, you know, is a, I mean, is a, such a fertile ground for conversion. They thought that Nepal is a, 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 even a, a, a much more fertile ground than India, which is, uh, 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 but but the main the main obstacle is the the monarchy. So it is my, I mean, my assessment that it is uh, the church colluded with uh, the Maoists in killing the king of Nepal. This is a breaking news that I'm giving. My goodness, my goodness. So, so, so and, and, and and this is and the and the first thing when these when the interim government came, the Maoists, you know, when they formed the interim government, the first thing that they did. Was to change the you know uh, they uh, uh, change the Hindu nature of Nepal you know that, uh, they declared that it's no more a Hindu uh, Hindu uh, state and thereafter the, you know it was uh, the field was open for rampant uh, conversion and it is taking place in Nepal and let let me tell you I mean it is not the Chinese sir. The leftist forces, ultra ultra leftists, are more active in the Western world. That is the United States and Europe, and especially in your Chicago, there is a there is a uh, the uh, organization called Revolutionary International Movement, which is the apex of our organization of all these uh, ultra left radicals. They have deep deep nexus uh, with the church. Now you asked me a question as to why they, they feel and uh, you said you know forcible conversion. No, as far as Islamic conversion was there, I mean uh, that has taken place in India in our history. That was primarily or overwhelmingly based on force, not Christian conversion. Christian conversion. Is by allurement, duplicity, deviousness, fraud. fraud. Now look at the fraud. Pardon? For fraud as well? How do yes, you, fraud. How do we define that element of fraud? Because that's the fraud, 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 what I'll tell you. Fraud, I'll tell you. And uh, what. Uh, I'll give you an example. This is one example. I gave a recent example of this fellow called uh, Alan Chow. Mm -hmm. In, uh, say, 15, uh, 1570s or something, you know, there was a fellow called Robert D. Nobly, a Portuguese. Yes. Now, he came to Tamil Nadu and uh, what he did was that it was very uh, difficult for him to crack the nut. Yeah, people were very, very obstinate as far as, you know, uh, their uh, religion was concerned. Yes. So what he did was that, that you know, that he, 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 he became a Hindu priest. Right. He first became a sadhu. Then he became a kshatriya. Then he had a big, you know, uh, choti. And uh, he be, uh, then he started wearing a dhoti. And he became a priest. Then he said that I am writing the fifth Veda. And uh, well, uh, the um, uh, the Vatican denounced his method, but later on, they uh, I mean, his method was uh, uh, declared to be the the best uh, uh, best and most successful method. So you 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 come down now. What is what is happening? The missionaries come. Earlier, you know, I I was in. Um, I was also here in Patna Sanjeevas for some time, and most uh, you know teachers they had Christian names. They were all Indians, but they had Christian names. But no more. Now 
you may carry a, your name as you know some you know some ram and you will still be a christian you must have heard of a fellow called ralia ram k ralia ram is a he was a great supporter of jinnah take that that's right so yeah so you may have your name as aparajita you may have samyukta you know all these names you may have mm-hmm. but what they do now where where is the fraud they will say that you will all go to hell ye jitne ye ye log hain jo ye देवघर जाते हैं और मंदिरों में जाते हैं सब सब हेल में जाएंगे ये राम वाम सब बकवास है बट नाम वही है सर दे हैवेंट चेंज द नेम नाउ इज राम मेरली नेम इज अपराजिता मेरली नेम दिस इज व्हाट दीज फेलोज हैव डन बाय द फ्रॉड दे हैव क्रिएटेड एन आइडेंटिटी क्राइसिस दे हैव ट्राइड टू ड्रॉप द सिविलाइजेशन out from this peak this is what the missionaries missionaries have done they have created a huge identity crisis and the method that is employed to to convert them into christianity is first by creating hatred for their ancestors for their religion so every and and this is what you know i'm just read, read out what swami vivekananda had said swami uh, vivekananda said that every man going out of hindu pale is not only a man less but an enemy the more wo aadmi desh ka jo apne purvaj ka dushman ho gaya a man who becomes inimical to his ancestors his uh, uh, his forebears he how can he be loyal to the country it's all and based that, on hatred and that is the reason when you notice that the people who convert they become even more rabid anti hindu they are more anti hindu they are more vocal in their hatred for things hindu and that brings me to another subject sir now knowing what we know i mean it's it's no longer secret the deception the fraud the incentivization all these things are going on what's the government of india doing i'm not talking about the sonia led government uh i'm talking about the modi led government what is happening does this matter bring us into a conflict with the concept of freedom of religion itself where do we go from here the question is where do we go from here after knowing what we know i think uh, india is uh, one of those countries i mean uh, which was battered by both islam and, and christianity and uh, it's a uh, fighting these elements is is, is very uh, very very formidable challenge uh, may i tell you sir because of this long you know uh, long route of, of the islamists and you know of uh, of the british here in india uh, there are not of structural assets lot of extra structural assets that these fellows have inherited you know the christians and the the muslims and that is why you have you know the work board with huge properties but uh, same same applies uh, with the church as well the church has uh, massive properties um, everywhere uh, in every city every small town you go to varanasi they have got some of the best property, properties there you go to ranchi and they are running commercial complexes and the com, uh, complexes on those uh, properties they don't even need money from outside they are generating enough money you know by commercial activities within the country so that <laughs> that, that <coughs> sorry i'm so they 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 don't need money actually actually from outside now what ha- what has happened the important point is that uh, you know when this transfer of power took place and uh, indians 
you know, the, the British left uh, vacated those bungalows and the Indians moved in the same bungalow. Uh, their style of working was same, you know, the English type was same. Uh, Ram Singh continued to be the Chaprasi. Uh, earlier he was Chaprasi maybe to John Sahab. Uh, but later he must have be, uh, become, you know, Chaprasi to some, uh, uh, say, some Singh Sahab or Pandey Sahab or whatever, whatever it is. So this is this is what happened. The institutions remained the same. But, uh, you know, St. Xavier's, St. Joseph's, uh, all these, you know, Michael's, all these, Francis. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? That having a school in the day, I am a product of that school. I mean, studied for at least for five years. Francis Xavier, he was the man who introduced uh, uh, that, you know, uh, what is, uh, uh, there is a term for it, you know, this punishment for people who relapse into Hinduism, you know, after conversion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's an, 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 an very tormenting punishments. Yes. He was, uh, I, there is a particular term, uh, some quote, uh, I'm just slipping out of my mind. That fellow was a barbarian. You read the history. The Portuguese rule in Goa, at least for at least 200 years, was very, very barbaric. Yeah, this is called Inqu Inquisition Court. Inquisition, yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, that was brought by this this fellow called Francis Xavier from Portugal, and you go to the you know some of these uh, you know go to the museum uh, museum in Goa and uh, what contraptions they had made hmm. to punish people. Right. So 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 that was one sir. The uh, the. Uh, the other thing, what has happened, what has ha what happened in India was that you know the the UPSC you know was uh, came into existence and they started holding exam and I can say it is that for many many years and even now they the uh, the selectors in the UPSC or the pattern of exams in the UPSC was heavily loaded in favor of people who could handle the English language. If you wrote your history paper in Hindi and if you wrote your history paper in English, there will be a marked difference. Wow. This, this, and people, very, very successful people. I was talking to a boy who, was, who got the 12th highest marks in an in interview and he told me, sir, they're totally biased towards people who speak English. Now, now this is what happened. So what these missionaries did, uh, what these missionaries did, did was because they had you know inherited so much of you know uh, you know structures from uh, from the British period, you know in terms of schools, land, and you know etc. etc. They they created an apparatus of bureaucrats and judges, right? Right? Judges of the Supreme Court. They take a lot of pride that I'm a product of Saint Stephen's College. Yeah, they never talk about that fifty percent reservation for for the for the Christians. It's a minor. I mean, they say it's a minority institution. That's right. So what has happened? That they 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 created this infrastructure, and that in you know that infrastructure further facilitated you know conversion. After all, a, a person who has studied in Saint Stephen's College. You, you expect him to uh, stop uh, conversions in India? He he has got a job by fraud. By just by fraud, I mean by the fraud of this English language. Sir, I, I have absolutely no issues if an English language is lingua franca. As long as a long language is a connecting language. You know, language that connects. That is what is lingua franca. Right, right. But but the language language cannot you know uh, cannot be a tool to size you up. Language cannot be English language cannot become a tool to instill a sense of inferiority complex in the people. And that is how 
that is how the missionaries have been successful because somewhere people feel that you know ye 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 christian hai ye humko angrezi sikhayega and you know with the english you can achieve anything and let me also tell you sir christianity and science are poles apart i would say not christianity alone yes religion is antithesis of uh, science yeah, yes yes yeah for example no for example i'll tell you the quran says the earth is flat the bible says the earth is flat now you tell everybody india mein hai kya ye church mein you know the sunday this also you know brings me to another very important issue sir in this sunday church services what what do they speak as i told you they all ye sab nark mein they all go to hell तैयार इनको बोलो ये दूध वाले को बोलो ये सब्जी वाले को बोलो कि ये सब नरक में जाएंगे सब इशू इशू के नीचे आ जाए नो टेलमी सर गैलीलियो वॉज ड्रिवेन टू डेथ जस्ट बिकॉज ही ट्रूथ द साइंटिफिक ट्रूथ दैट इट इज नॉट द सन इट इज द अर्थ विच रिवॉल्व अराउंड द सन राइट सर Correct. now will the priest tell whether galileo has gone to hell or these priests have gone to hell or if you see if you read the history of of christianity or islam for that matter their best periods have been when they have abandoned their you know their, their scriptures that is how protestantism came came in and that is how you know this you know renaissance or you can say that this uh, uh, european renaissance or christian renaissance uh, took place the best period in in islam was between 8 to 10th century when they totally abandoned the quran they got people from you know from greece all those books you know which they have that tried to burn they tried to you know again gather those books that that, that is what happened and that is the time when pandit kanak went from india with that book called surya siddhant and i always tell people it's a in fact it's a challenge i i um, i i throw to everybody that whatever whatever you know whatever has been prescribed by hinduism whatever rituals that you we have please ask me i'll give you a scientific reason for that for I'm, every small thing yes i'm i'm a I, believer in that concept sir I, if i may add here that uh, science and technology supports sanatan principles natural laws and do you think that the reason why our country our faith is attacked so much is because people perceive the sanatan principles and scientific and natural laws to eventually overcome the fear the the absence of fear and ignorance that exists because the way religion gets practiced today remember i am talking about the religion the way it gets practiced today and i want to add here something there is something that we need to do i mean the entire universal philosophy needs to do is to probably make the concept that conversion is a sin against god's original intent if god wanted as the ultimate magician and the ultimate creator he could have made you and i into any other faith that he could have but he made us who we are so is conversion a sin against god's original intent why absolutely so and if i may quote gandhi what he wrote in harijan on 30th january 1937 it is gandhi says and i quote it is impossible for me to reconcile myself to the idea of conversion after that style that goes on in india and elsewhere today it's an era which is perhaps the greatest impediment to world's progress towards peace why should a christian want to convert a hindu to christianity why should he not be satisfied if the hindu is a good or godly man right now right. this is the answer right so this is the answer the question now is that in remaining 5 minutes that we have 
I wanted to ask you and inquire from you, actually, is that the entire concept of freedom of speech, freedom of religion, you know, is it time for India to take its own stand rather than borrow the Western concept for its applications? Because Sanatan is always the most open, free, and a true democratic way of life. So is it time for us to reevaluate our own institutions? Take a tough stand. Take a tough stand, ban conversion completely. Yes, for a moment, it will, it will create an international furor that India is no longer a democratically free country because we don't give freedom of religion. But I don't have to give freedom of religion because as, a, as an element, because we are already free. It's like asking you and I to prove that we are men. We are men. I don't need to give a proof of that. So the question arises that what steps the current government must take to prevent this kind of a conversion the way it is happening? One is the free will. Tomorrow you go to church, tomorrow you go to mosque, as at your free will is a different issue. But as an, an institutional level, at the governmental level, what must we do now? We have three minutes more to go. Your thoughts on this as a critical thing. The government must realize that the core of the civilization is uh, Hindu. Whatever you may call it, Hinduism or Hindu, this is the core of the, the, the core of the subcontinental civilization is Hindu. Just as Western civilization is Christianity, just as Islamic civilization is Islam, just, just as the cynic civilization is, uh, I mean, uh, Chinese, this, this is the fact of life. The second issue is that, you know, recently the Honorable Supreme Court judges, they, they uh, two, uh, of course, I mean, it's always two, uh, which, uh, Judge Bench, it said that uh, we will take, you know, uh, sue a motive action if there is a hate speech and told the police that he will take uh, so motto action, and if you don't take, you know, we will be answerable, etc., etc. Now, I want to tell the honorable judges that if this is applied in literal spirit, let me tell you, all the churches in India will close, and all the mother madrasas will call, and there'll be no Friday prayers because on on Friday and in the Sunday church services, nothing else but but venom is spewed out by the Malvis and the, the and the and the priests. Right. So so. This, this, this must stop and look here, sir, as a student of geopolitics and international relations, right. the West is in a pathetic condition, right, sir? Right. This is the time we need to assert ourselves. I, they said, when you don't have money to warm yourselves up in Europe, how much can you sustain you know, this kind of missionary work? So, so this is the time, and and geo, thanks to the you know the the changing dynamics of you know geopolitics, India, India is is, is a rich country, growing richer every day. It was always a rich country. It's only time yeah. it has taken time to recoup. They need you. So all these characters, they can what what Swami Vivekananda. I will end by saying what Swami Vivekananda said. In one of his angriest moods in Chicago, I think the year was 1893 and etc. And Vivekananda was born at a time when, remember, when there was a concept of muscular Christianity. Right. That is the time when this YMCA etc. had started coming up, you know, this uh, in pursuit of muscular Christianity. That is the time, you know, Vivekananda came and in Chicago in one of his speech, he said that you, and I quote, you train your people, you clothe your people, you feed your people to do what? To come to my country and rob my religion, which is my everything. An Indian exists for his, for, for his religion. And then he said that if I was to pick up the entire mud that lies at the bottom of the Indian Ocean and throw it on your face, I would not be doing an infinitesimal part of insult to you that what you have done to our civilization. We must, we must realize this. This cannot be a hunting ground. 
यू आर आप आत्माओं का शिकार कर रहे हैं यू आर यू आर किलिंग सोल्स एंड इफ द गवर्नमेंट अलाउज द सोल्स टू बी ट्रेडेड एंड किल्ड देन इन टर्न यू आर किलिंग द सोल ऑफ द इंडियन सिविलाइजेशन knowing what we know now what must the people do last one minute for that thought for you what must people do at an individual level and at an institutional and a collective level the three stages on which people can act individual collective and institutional basis where where does one need that support from the governmental support is a must collective unity is a must and an individual initiative is required how do we go about it in one minute sir then after that we will close the show today i think at an individual level awareness like the kind of program that you have done today we have reached out to some people we can you know in simpler forms we can even reach out to larger audience and i have been trying to 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 do, do that these uh, individual level uh, we can always we can make them aware about you know what does loss of identity mean one two is that at at a collective level at a collective level this is a democratic country so is america let's put our collective our collective strength to vote for only those candidates who can take up the crusade for anti conversion or reconversion remember the videshi mahila here had the swami of jayanand saraswati arrested just because that soul was trying to reconvert people back from you know christianity and under pressure from pope he was arrested and then of course i mean ch- the charges uh, uh i mean uh, came out to be all false now this may, may i also tell this people that in india there are much finer soul, souls than mother teresa and grand states they are much more kind nobody who came under the care of mother teresa died everybody who came under her care died a christian do you know that this is sinning at the worst ek marte hue aadmi ko bhi aap soul ko harvest kar rahe ho you are harvesting the souls of a dying person there can be no greater sin than that you have baba amte son carrying out vasectomy operations of the maoist so that they can have a longer you know uh, career as a maoist terrorist this is this is the the level i i am i am i am amazed mother teresa crusade mother teresa road mother Te- aren't we kind hearted people aren't there any uh, you know philanthropists in india what is this inferiority complex and then this english language sir i told you collectively you said this this has to be firstly as i said english language has got nothing to do with science otherwise ramanujam would not have been a, a, such a great mathematician or say cv raman it has got nothing to do with science sanatan has got everything to with, do with science that's right so collectively as i said that let's let's be aware and this is my, one of my ambitions my life is to make people aware that everything as i said earlier 
in sanatan is science we don't believe in deception and duplicity and fraud and you know allurements sir thank you very much for coming today on the show it is a very tricky subject you know it's there i mean it's a very tricky subject very emotional issue people have their belief people pursue their belief and uh, people who are stronger they are able to impose their beliefs and the question that arises is that how does the uprising happen you know like it is very important for us to save our own civilization and you know people like us are exposed to the truth that goes on in the world around us so i want to thank you very much for your such a powerful uh, you know you know i would say deposition to the public of the you know world today and i hope the people will understand this element that there is an individual collective and institutional responsibility to in my opinion i personally feel that conversion is a sin against god's original intent because i have always believed that you know if god wanted me to be other than who i am it could have happened like a matter of magic but it did not so the question is that how do we push that agenda forward we have to encourage humanism to come up because after all we are all humans world over we are all humans all women all over the world take 9 months to deliver a biologically normal child so the question is how do we deliver that part and is is it time for us to take advantage of science and technology as you very rightly said and i agree with you the sanatan is all about natural laws science and technology how do we take advantage of that we will continue our dialogue sir and i am very honored that you came you are you are in patna i used to live in patna i have been i am a bihari so it's a wonderful feeling to see you and us in conversation today delighted to and please come back again because in the us itself we need people to mo- move from being woke to an awakened state of mind because unless that happens change will not happen so i want to thank you very much for joining us today thank here you. and thank you very much for coming here we will meet again as i always say satyameva jayate the truth must triumph thank you very much 